0: recording is higher quality so um that's a okay we should be
1: we're
0: recording okay well hello um Hello, everyone. My name is Reverend Alma Bar savoy and I am the host and creator of Abundant Living Everyday Legacy Series which is all about sharing the amazing stories of ordinary men and women whom God has done some uh, extraordinary things in our lives. And we're sharing our stories just so that you, uh, no matter what you're facing, that you will know and you can see that God uh, will, uh, God, you can persevere. uh, You can uh, continue uh, through the amazing supernatural power of God. The power of overcoming and achieving through the power of God. And that we can not only survive as uh, Jesus told us. He came that we might have an abundant life. But that we can have an abundant life and so not only that we can survive, but we can thrive and have an abundant life each and every day. And so I'm excited uh, to come today. I have another exciting story uh, that we're sharing today. I'm so excited about the story that we're going to share today. I know that you're going to be blessed and uh, enjoyed. So we're going to go ahead, jump right in uh, and uh, just get started on our uh, session for today, Uh, so uh, just want to welcome, welcome my guests uh, today, Uh, welcome, I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself, and uh, just tell me a little bit about your background, you know, uh, where you grew up, uh, and then how would you describe yourself?
1: Well, hello, how are you? Thank you so much (laughs) for this opportunity. I am excited to be here on Abundant Living today. My name is Delight. DJ Jackson. Um DJ for some most of the work that I do I use DJ Jackson, but to de- Delight is my birth and given name. Uh I grew up in Baltimore, Maryland. Wonderful, wonderful Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> and um I was born at Prince George's Hospital. Um a little bit about my background is I went to uh pretty much all the Baltimore City Public Schools on the east side. Um but my high school was Baltimore City College High School. So, um, City Forever, that's where I went. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yes, just anyone who knows City, we we know. I'm going to always say City Forever. Okay. So, I'm uh, very proud of that accomplishment. Uh, I did do um, most of my college in um, BCCC as well as working in the Baltimore City Police Department as a police officer while still doing college classes. So that was the start, and so many other things came from that.
0: Okay. Okay, so describe yourself, some of the roles that you have uh, now.
1: Mm. Uh, First and foremost, I am a child of God. God is my father. God is my friend. God is the love of my life. God guides me. And as he guides me into the role of mother, daughter, sister, niece, friend, um, girlfriend, everything that he guides me into,
0: he allows
1: me to be uh, the best version of myself.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. So you shared, uh, you know, <laughs> child of God and you shared motherhood, but there's another aspect to you that we're going to get into later. Yes. Uh, so we will talk about that later. But right now, uh, let let me um, uh, just talk a little bit about, um, uh, you shared about being a mother. So let's go ahead. I, I want to uh, kind of go ahead and uh, jump right on onto that at this point. Uh, tell me a little bit about your journey, uh, as a single mom and, mm-hmm. and, uh, even how did you find yourself, uh, in this role?
1: Oh, that's a great question. First, uh, I was married at mm-hmm. the age of 25 years old and, um, like anybody else, I thought I'd be married for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought he was the love of my life mm-hmm. and life didn't happen that way. Mm-hmm. And, um, When my daughter, well, our daughter turned three years, three months old, sorry, three months old, um, Mm. he decided there was other things that he needed to accomplish in life and it wasn't going to work out with our family. And that was devastating because I felt as though I failed God and I failed Mm. my child because Mm. this marriage was supposed to last. And she was, I mean, I did everything the right way is what I thought, you know, Mm I, um, got married you know we started a family we worked in the church he was Mm -hmm. the pastor's armor bearer I was Mm -hmm. part of the youth as well as on the uh, praise and worship team so Mm -hmm. how how could this possibly happen we've been working for God Mm -hmm. and um, he had prayed for so long when neither one of us had children and Mm -hmm. um, I had a lot of difficulties with that and with that Mm -hmm. God blessed us with a child so
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um after blessing with a child, I was just like, it is mm-hmm. very true. Children do not mend things mm-hmm. <laughs> in marriages. I don't want anybody to right. take that. But I did mm-hmm. not believe that I was going to find myself um, at my daughter's tender age of three months. A mm-hmm. single mother uh, trying to navigate the things that most people take for granted. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that he was the head of our house. So... Mm-hmm. Where, we, mm-hmm. where he went to church, we went to church. It was very mm-hmm. hard for me to try to figure out and navigate. I now have to be the head of the house and mm-hmm. take care mm-hmm. of it. But mm-hmm. God opened that rolled up and he stepped in and I just mm-hmm. followed God.
0: How did you see your faith um, play out and uh, help you at this time?
1: I lost faith a lot of times. I'm going to be completely mm-hmm. honest because I felt as though... If I did everything that the Bible said, I thought that mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. pastor said that mm-hmm. you know people said, and it did not work out. What mm-hmm. am I doing this for? Mm-hmm. I mean, I am ultimately handicapping in my mind my child, and that's not right. What, what, mm-hmm. what is the, what is the purpose of all of this?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so it took a lot of uh, counseling. It took mm-hmm. a lot of praying. It took uh-huh. a lot of falling and getting back up for uh-huh. me uh-huh. to say he always has me, he always has uh-huh. had, me. and that uh-huh. he didn't say everything was going to be perfect. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. this testimony and this test uh-huh. will provide exactly what she needs and what I need.
0: Uh-huh. But it's a years, uh-huh.
1: very uh-huh. a lot of, a lot of years for me to get to that place, uh-huh. and I honestly can say recently i've I've gotten a better picture of which we usually do you know mm-hmm. back then and kind of that testimony I can let that right. be my testimony and not something right. that I'm leaning back on to right. be you know my kickstand, mm-hmm. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so you talked about uh you know your testimony, you talked about counseling. Uh, Are there other things that helped you get through this time? Your faith, you talked
1: about. My family, my faith. Okay. Okay. Definitely my family was a village. Oh my gosh. I don't, I know my daughter to this day did not know she was in a single family household because (laughs) our family was was her home. She knew nothing. It was just like family, family, I mean, for her. Uh, I didn't know. I was the one who was still suffering and carrying that burden. And she was like.
0: Right,
1: you know, right. great because her family is uh-huh. is so important, and she loves her family.
0: Okay, um,
1: with with my faith and my friends, I had we also had back in the beginning. Uh-huh. It was a tea time that we started.
0: Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And
1: our tea time, we would get together, and we would invite other women to come together and have a safe space to uh-huh. be vulnerable oh my gosh she wasn't even i don't even think she was two years old at the time okay and i remember looking forward to those moments because Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. as black women do not have always have a vulnerable space like a honest and true vulnerable space and faith and family and friendships Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so a lot of times we didn't know the people that were coming Mm -hmm. and they still Mm -hmm. had the opportunity to say and they're there safe space stayed a safe space, no matter what
0: mm-hmm, it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So that was
0: um, uh, a big part. Okay. Uh, are there additional challenges? Uh, some. What were some of the biggest challenges uh, as a mm-hmm. single mom that you found then, but even now, let's bring it forward to where you are now. Uh, mm-hmm. What are some of the biggest challenges uh, as a single mom that you face, practically
1: as well as emotionally? Practically finances. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so finances. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm doing this by myself. <laughs> so, you know, Finances and pride. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Uh, for a long time, I carried that as well. I had to be a strong Black woman and raise a strong Black woman. No more of mm-hmm. that. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I can cry. She can cry. We cry yeah. together. Right. I tell her, you like it's okay. Cry. It's all right. right. I feel like crying. Right. we're going to cry um mm-hmm. having that then and I did not do that then then mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I did not cry I needed her to see and what happened then that made me change and start changing until now was she was probably about five years old our neighbor said hey I can help you with the groceries I am bringing groceries in one bag at a time and my mm-hmm. daughter stood at the door and said Oh, no, she doesn't need your help. My mom my mom is strong. She can do it all by herself. She can do everything by herself. I okay. stopped. I looked at him. I said, yeah, help me with those groceries. And yeah. that was that. it. Was like, uh-huh. I, sometimes I still got to catch myself. But that yeah. was
0: the yeah. turning moment
1: that I yeah. saw. I'm not giving her the example that I would love for her to have.
0: Right, so, right. Where do you think that comes from? uh that uh and, which is so uh predominant across like you're saying our uh you know black women we who just yeah. you know where how where do you think that comes from
1: um it comes from my family uh-huh. we have a very strong matriarch in our family where um i my grandfather was there
0: Mm-hmm. And we knew
1: him, and he was strong, and he he worked hard. Yeah, and I remember one to, to pattern having a man like that, um, a man who made me laugh. My grandfather made me laugh. A man who worked hard, who provided mm-hmm. for his family, um, mm-hmm. who loved his family, mm-hmm. and I still do practical jokes. I, you know, he did a lot of those with me that I remember. But our grandmother was the silent like the silent steady strength yeah yeah you know, yeah. You know mm-hmm. she didn't yeah. she didn't yell she was yeah quiet, but <laughs> we ran everything by my my grandmother muddy it was we mm-hmm. running everything by yeah. her you Want yeah. this I'm doing this but you know yeah. After yeah. the passing of my grandfather it just trickled down that um we don't have a lot of men in our family um mm-hmm. just the passing of a couple so right. what we did was we um the women took that, that, that charge. And right. so that trickled down to my generation mm-hmm. that the women started taking charge and you just kept going. And I saw mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I also had that imbalance to me now in
0: right. my
1: marriage where right. I just, I I took that charge. And um, I know that had some things that right. we should discuss. There were some things with that. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in my life now, I see the difference. I see the difference. Okay. The difference. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Um, so what advice
0: would you give to mm-hmm. young women, single mothers uh, particularly, uh, who might be facing the same kinds of challenges? Uh, you know, they're just trying to balance so much. They have so much going on. Uh, like you said, they're single. What advice would you give to them?
1: First, give yourself some Grace.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Give yourself
1: some grace. Give yourself some love Mm -hmm. because we're running and doing so many things that grace and love, we are in a lot of short supply. Mm
0: -hmm. And then Mm
1: -hmm. we get so down on ourselves with that. Again, Mm -hmm. we're piling that on ourselves. Enjoy your life because although Mm -hmm. you are a mother, Mm -hmm. you have a responsibility but you can't teach someone when you're not being an example. Right, right. So mm-hmm. if I'm not, I can't tell you how to bake a cake if I've never baked the cake before.
0: Right. So I can't, mm-hmm. I can't
1: tell my daughter how to enjoy her life, honestly, if I'm not mm-hmm. going to enjoy my life as well. Okay. And so that's that's my, my thoughts on that.
0: That's such good advice. That's such good advice. Are there are other uh, things for self-care that you do uh, for yourself that you could share that's a part of your story?
1: I just started.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. This,
1: this is my favorite saying no. <laughs> I say no. That is a part of my self care. And I am a yes, yes. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or I can see my phone. I'm like, I'm not answering that. I don't want uh-huh. to.
0: Uh-huh. I don't want to.
1: Uh-huh. It's okay.
0: Uh-huh. You know, okay.
1: not to the detriment of me putting things off, right. but to the right. moment where I feel overwhelmed or I just need a moment to breathe it's okay absolutely
0: yes yes yes
1: so that's one um and taking a break to just have like something to make me laugh if it's a tv show if it's having game night with my family um but not working just having a time to laugh because that's a healing power within itself
0: right okay okay uh, uh so last question about uh single single motherhood. Uh in what ways has um being a single mother changed your whole perspective on life or shaped your uh aspirations for oh,
1: life? Another great question. Mm-hmm. Um I was looking at some photos the other day. And one of the biggest things I notice is I've had a lot of big dreams and I've had mm-hmm. a lot of dreams, period. But mm-hmm. in all of those dreams, my daughter has watched me mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. has always spoken to her friends and to others my dreams as mm-hmm. though they are reality mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. than I have. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that has been a push and a burden. <laughs> so it's like I, I'm like okay you know I can't let in the beginning it was I can't let her see okay I want to do this I'm going to pursue this part of the dream and mm-hmm. let her see it but I can't let her see me struggle and all the other stuff and now it's like oh no she needs to see it all because this is what a dream mm-hmm. is it's built on sweat tears and mm-hmm. you know loss and wins mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, being a single mother that is oof that's yeah Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um I would definitely say letting her her seeing me and her pushing me and burdening me with making sure that I know who I am cuz I said I was who I am and whatever right. I say I am she believed it so I have to believe yeah. it. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay.
0: Okay, so now I want to just um um uh Split this road uh that mm-hmm. we're going down uh to the other path, and so I happen to know you didn't didn't mention it uh at the outset when we were talking about describing right. yourself, so I know that you are um an author yes. uh you have written uh, uh two books I think it is two books mm-hmm. uh you are a film uh producer a film writer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, What else? You can tell us what else. But uh, so uh, uh, I guess the whole in the creative arts uh, area there, Mm -hmm. Uh, tell us a little bit about that path for you. What led you to that path? and, And what path are you on in that area?
1: Um, I'll speak on what I I had to and I I didn't do that on purpose because I, I figured we'd get to it toward the yeah. end as well. Uh, okay. Um, I I am a author, a writer, director, actress, uh producer. Um and I like to say my real gift is uh giving someone else the opportunity to do something they've never been able to do but always mm. wanted. Mm. Having that space. So mm-hmm. That's mm. really why I love what I do now. Okay. okay. Um, and I started writing. I've been, I've loved reading. I could sit in the house and read. And, and um, I remember I didn't even get punished one day.
0: <laughs> and I was reading
1: the Reader's Digest. And I was reading um, Mary Higgins' Clark, which is suspense author. She's wonderful. And I'm sitting in the house. And I remember my mom coming home from work saying, it was beautiful day. I was like, why are you in the house? Uh-huh. So I had to finish this book, and it was like the from the time I got home from school till the time I was supposed to go to bed, I was mm. not going to put that book down. It was so good to me. But what I realized is I could see everything in my mind that I was reading. Oh. So I didn't need the TV. I made those characters alive in my mind, and I just wanted to know what was going to happen next.
0: I see. Mm-hmm.
1: After that, um, our church. The church that I was attending at the time, uh Church of the Redeemer of the Lord, w- were doing different things with young people and youth and I was like, you know what? I want to write a play. Um mm. so I did that. And then it was like, oh, you know what? I want to do a fashion show. And it was just gave me the outlet to do things that mm. um were creative and mm. uh stepping out about let's have a shut in. Let's you know mm. play these mm. games. Let's have let's think outside the box with that. Mm. As I got older, um, I remember in high school all the way yeah, I was in high school when I wrote the the screenplay, but I didn't tell my mother because I knew I wasn't supposed to give out my information.
0: Wow. <laughs> but I wrote a
1: poem and I submitted it and I gave our information. I was like, Oh god, I'm gonna get in so much trouble and then they sent the letter back. My mother was like, What is this? And the poem was published within a hundred other oh. poems. And oh, okay. I, was like, I mm-hmm. think I submitted a poem. And mm-hmm. I at that point I was like, I can do this for real. Like somebody likes what I'm doing.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's just um
1: mm-hmm. I remember writing songs for mm-hmm. our church. Some of my me and my girlfriends will write songs for the church. Mm-hmm. And um I was in English honors in high school and uh Mr. Edwards was my honors. English teacher and he was just like you like to tell stories but you tell too many details and I was like dang oh, so okay. it taught me how to mm-hmm. take some of the creative and put it in the right frame mm-hmm. and I continued to learn um being a police officer I learned so many stories so then I would just sit home and I would write poems and mm-hmm. stories but they were just for me it was my personal uh I guess treasures and okay. um I always kept saying, I'm going to publish this one day. I'm going to publish that and I'm mm-hmm. going to do it. And um, I had the opportunity to move to Atlanta, Georgia, where I am now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I just was like, "It's I, I got to do something. I felt that, I don't know. I felt like an itch. I just, I, yeah. it was, I yeah. know it was God just on me. And I sat mm-hmm. up
0: a mm-hmm. weekend
1: and I said, I'm writing a short story. Mm-hmm. And I wrote the first one, figured out how to publish it. Didn't tell anybody because I just felt like this is crazy to do. And mm-hmm. once it was, of course, my village, my family were so supportive. They were with me. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, I'm sitting there like, oh, it turned mm-hmm. out really great. And so I wrote the second one. Um, and I haven't stopped writing since then. But more okay. things had to come about it. I started doing movies. Okay. Um, I was asked to do uh, a couple of films in theater before I went to my mom pushed me before I left Maryland to go. She was like, you know what? Do something with this. So um, I went to the Actors Conservatory, um, the studio in D.C. on 14th Street and went to acting school.
0: Um, and
1: that was that was my bright light into some other things, learning what I okay. could feel. I'm done.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, are, are there... Uh particular themes or messages you're trying to convey, uh, through, uh, you know, through this, uh, medium, through this art that you, you know, the film and the
1: books and all that. Um, you know, sometimes the messages are, no, a lot of them are suspenseful. I, I do realize a lot of my messages are suspenseful because in life we hold our breath a lot of times because we don't okay. know what's coming next.
0: Okay. So you okay.
1: like that pause in life to figure out what's coming next because that's um reality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I have that same where I believe God is always going to win no matter how bad the situation. So I okay. do have that also it's like we're going to win. You just don't know how you're mm-hmm. going to win, but we're going to mm-hmm. win. So mm-hmm. I do have that thing um but sometimes they could be a little they're a little out there. I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> in the recesses of my brain, where some of these things come from, but they are sometimes really out there. But the outcome will make you think. That's my favorite. You have you are gonna think. You are not mm-hmm. gonna just be like oh I know this is gonna happen.
0: Oh mm-hmm. yeah, this
1: going happen. Nope, mm-hmm, not at all. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. What are what are the challenges and the uh, uh, the challenges and the lessons that you learn along the way?
1: You know, um, getting older, you don't realize you're still learning as much as you're learning and still going Uh through so many different things. Uh Uh, Lately, one of my biggest challenges, I've been able, I've been afforded to go to a few film festivals. And even being an actress, even being a director, I am an introvert by nature, which most people Uh don't understand is a big (laughs) thing. So I have to gear myself up. Because I have to learn to network. Mm. Our people, you you have to be able to work with people
0: Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. be
1: able to work with yourself, you know, for yourself and do the things you really want to do. So um, networking has been really hard because it's another part of that pride thing. It's like, Mm -hmm. I don't need anybody, I don't need help. So networking is a part of saying, I'm going to need some help. I don't know this. Can you show me this? Can you Mm -hmm. provide of a way of understanding for me here. Yeah. So that's yeah. been a real big struggle as well as um you know learning the people to trust in the industry. Okay. Learning who who to give stories to and make sure your stuff is copywritten. Learning right. you know um the different facets of doing something mm-hmm. quick and then doing something with patience and prayer. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm. um,
1: those things, I would say
0: Okay, okay So how has uh, Mother, being a mother mm-hmm. Influenced all this Or does it ex- influence it Is it separate Or how do you do, Does motherhood influence it Or is it more uh, You know, separate from that
1: No, mother floor, motherhood It not just influences It pushes it because sometimes okay. I just want to say, you know what, this is it's too much. I can spend more time with her or mm-hmm. um, something else. I realized, yeah, I can spend time with her because she has mm-hmm. a niche. And she's like, I want to be in your next play. I want to be in mm-hmm. your next movie. I want to be, oh. you know, um, I'm working on a short Christmas movie right now. I'm editing it. We've been working on it. I was surprised. Um, okay. Okay. And as I was working on it, I remember her saying... Um, mom what's holding you up and I was just like oh my cameras stands you know things that I need Mm -hmm. and for Christmas this little woman decided you know what I'm gonna buy my mom another camera so she bought me a camera and two stands one for my phone one for the camera and look she looked at me like okay now you have no excuses (laughs) exactly
0: right so it's like
1: as much as I push and I encourage her, she pushes and encourages me, which mm-hmm. makes me feel like, again, you know what? Mm-hmm. I would have loved her to have had this, you know, three-parent household, well, two-parent household.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But it's okay. Mm-hmm. She's she's, she's mm-hmm. showing me that it it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be hard, but that's the best part about it because I get to see the benefits and you know, the rewards afterwards. So,
0: okay. 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 Um, wh- what advice, um, uh, would you say to someone who aspires, you know, to go down this path and, um, mm. you know, with all, all the struggles and, and everything going on and you mentioned slightly about, uh, knowing who, and we know there are a lot of, uh, maybe, uh, superficial, uh, I'm trustworthy people in this field. Uh, yes, you know. Uh, so, what advice would you give someone who's, you know, they like you said, they're a novice. They don't really know, but they just know they aspire to be creative in this way. What would yes. you say to them?
1: Do it. Mm. It, it. The the first time I finished a book, it was. I don't know other people's uh, choice of faith, but mm-hmm. it was the expression of God to me saying, well done in my in a mm-hmm. little way. Because right. I took mm-hmm. what he gave me, the mm-hmm. gift and the talents he gave me, and I did something with it. And mm-hmm. to me, it was small. But mm-hmm. then when the, it, it came to fruition, it wasn't because it was completed. And he was just like, I have more.
0: And we mm-hmm. ask those
1: open doors and those open doors will kick open another door and kick open another door. And each mm-hmm. one, I feel closer and closer to him because I'm like, you mm-hmm. gave me this. And it's so much of what you gave me that I can give right. other people. I can show other people, right. um, mm-hmm. do it. I met and, 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 in doing it, he will allow people into your life that okay. are good for you. Right. He will mm-hmm. allow people in your life that you need to have discernment mm-hmm. and, Mm -hmm. Um, I remember right before, um, one of the movie premieres here in Atlanta, um, I had some friends come to visit and we went to Pont City and I remember just like, I mean, I was in host mode and I wasn't thinking and I'm walking around and we're going to a store and my sister coming to the side of me and she's like, do you like? there's Tabitha Brown. And I was like, what are you doing? And she was there. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, this woman <laughs> who I admire, who works so hard, who, you know, you know, was Uber driving and everything else, her health wow. was, in, like, was mm-hmm. standing not 20 yards from me, 20 feet from me. And I said, Oh, what am I going to do? And I just remember first I clammed up in that show And my sister was like, you need to go over there and tell her about your premiere. And I was like, what Mm. are you crazy? This is Tabitha Braille. And I didn't realize she was standing next to the owner of the shop as well. And they were having Mm. a conversation. And I was just like, I don't want to be rude. But Mm. uh, we were purchasing things. And then we went up and I just said, excuse me. I just wanted to tell you how, you know, you inspired me. And I appreciate all that you're doing. Mm. and my sister was like we should, she just you just start talking to us like what are you doing the owner of the shop and i remember that conversation resonated because one of the things she was she was like you know god just told me to tell you shine your light wow she's like mm. shine your light and my sister's like you know her name is d light right and i was like she's like really and i was like yeah and so she was like well look at god and i was like so yeah She, you know we took pictures and the owner of the shop was like you know just keep me informed on when you're doing things. This is amazing, you know, and
0: mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. we have a network. We have, okay. a group. so okay. I would just tell them, just, just do it. Okay. Okay.
0: Well, it sounds like this has been such a fascinating conversation and it sounds like, uh, it might be a part two coming with, you know, you're aspiring to continue to write and, uh, continue mm-hmm. further. So uh, I just want to, um, kind of maybe wrap it up with a couple of uh, questions first Mm -hmm. of all share can you share uh, one of your uh, two of your most memorable experiences uh, that you've had uh, that have had a significant impact on your life
1: okay well (laughs) Um, oh man so many I would definitely say the the incident um, the incidents of okay. being with the brown was one. Okay. Okay. Um and uh my first movie premiere was be okay. another so, okay. uh seeing the people's reaction to something and seeing a movie in a movie theater on okay. screen. That was amazing. My movie. That was
0: amazing. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Okay. Then, uh, what are some things that excite you about life? Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, just sharing, uh, particularly around just sharing your story and having someone else hear. You know, you're writing stories, but have someone else hear uh, your heart, your story. What What's exciting to you about that?
1: Uh, It's exciting that the characters come alive for them to want to yell at the characters on screen. (laughs) It's exciting that they're like, why would you do this? And why would you do this and do more of this? And we want to see this. And I allow them in the movie to tell me what they want to see or what they expect to see so that I can try to write it for them to see if that's going to really happen. And I used to do that. I used to have a one woman show and I did that the same thing in the one woman show because your audience is who you're telling your story to. So they should have a say in it as well.
0: Okay. So this might be an easy question for you. I always ask everyone that's sharing their story this. Uh, mm-hmm. The philosopher William James uh, said that the great use of life is suspended for something that will outlast us. What do you feel from your life will outlast you? My daughter. Okay. Uh,
1: I believe the stories I tell through books, okay. through movies, okay. they will definitely outlast me. Okay. And one of the things that we just started, uh, my sister and I, is a, a segment called Courage Chronicles. Mm-hmm. And this is the other gift that God gave, that no matter what it is, he'll give you an opportunity to share. Okay. And that will definitely outlast, because I believe that's going to always be someone having the courage to tell their story in mm-hmm. a different way. Um, mm-hmm. trauma, from trauma to you know victory. Yeah. And um their testimony, so okay. I believe that's going to all outlive me because it's always it's always a, it's always a testimony to tell
0: okay, okay uh next to the last question, mm-hmm. what is the most important thing that people should know about you?
1: I am willing to tell your story i'm working on someone now telling his story in a, in the form of a movie okay and I have the passion is you have the passion. Whatever your passion is, I want to help you with your passion is, I believe you'll believe in mine. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say that. And I am a great storyteller.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Last question.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What would you like for your legacy to be?
1: <sighs> I would like for my legacy to be A transparent story of not just the trials not just the the loss but the victories entwined with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, The humor entwined in that. The love entwined in that. The needed um, hugs and friends and family entwined in that. I would like my story to tell that I am human because God is in me. I have been Uh able to accomplish the things of my dreams, though. Uh Not because Uh of myself. So I want my Uh story to be, she was able to do this? No. Through God, everything that you see, she has. Because nothing Uh makes sense. Uh I love that Uh part about God. Because nothing about me makes sense. Right. (laughs) Right. And I love it. So, yeah. Nothing about me makes sense but God. So.
0: Yeah, well, well, everyone. There you have it—the amazing, fascinating story of delight, DJ Jackson, uh, mom, child of God, uh, film writer, uh, film producer, uh, uh, author. Uh, film director. There you have it all. Sharing her story on Abundant Living Everyday Legacy series. Letting you know that no matter what the struggle is, you can persevere. You can overcome. You can not only survive it, But you can thrive. You can live through it and you can thrive and live abundantly in Jesus Christ. Delight, I want to thank you so much for allowing me to share your story on Abundant Living Everyday Legacy Series. But we're sharing stories every one of ordinary men and women whom God has blessed in some extraordinary ways. Telling our stories of abundant living every day. And as the curtain falls on today's story, everyone, until the next fascinating story, remember, there's a story in you. There's a story in each and every one of us just waiting to be shared. Thank you so much again. Thank Thank you so much again, Delight. God bless you, everyone, and look out for the next story. Okay. Okay, so... What happened? Uh, Yeah, it's uploading. But what happened at the beginning?